You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvath and Cody Decker on the BetQL network. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the single greatest gambling podcast ever created. In fact, it's the best gambling podcast around baseball, sports, anything. That's right. It's BetMGM, Emily podcast powered by BetQL, Cody Decker, Ryan Horvat here to tell you all the lines from tonight, this weekend, not to mention props, not to mention futures, all of that jazz. And of course, like I mentioned myself, Cody Decker with Ryan Horvat, who I want to mention is finally sounding human again. Congratulations, yeah. Ryan. Say some words. Yeah. Uh, completely cleared of the COVID protocol. Congratulations. Only well, problem is I need a root canal and they can't get this crap done for two weeks. Now I was actually supposed to get it done today. And then my appointment got canceled because the dentist caught COVID. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at that. That's not funny. And I hope the person is safe. Yeah. But the scenario is, is ironic, mildly right? comical. So now I can't get it done for two weeks. And uh, so I talk with the office and I say, okay, well, what do I do? Like, is this infection, like, is my face going to explode? Am I going to catch some disease and die? Is this going to affect my gums? And they say to me, you know, they don't recommend no antibiotic, you know, no painkillers or anything, which I'm fine with. I don't like those things anyway, but I was, I need something. Right. And they go, yeah, you know, ibuprofen for the inflammation will do you just fine. Ibuprofen. That's right. That's right. When you, I've, I've, I've always known go. that. Every every time I've had massive dental surgery, my first thought is, hey, Motrin, that'll solve it. No, you need you need the strong stuff. But uh, no, man, I'm feeling much better, better, ready to go and ready to talk about some of these teams. Um, well, are the Braves the best team in Major League Baseball? No, they're not. That's a great question. I'm glad I answered it. That's the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in. No, man, the Braves are not the best team in baseball. They're not even, they're not, I'm going to go ahead and just say this right out the gate. Not only are they not the best team in baseball, they're not the best team in the National League. They're not the best team in the National League East. The Mets are the best team in the National League East and the the Dodgers are the best team in the National League. In fact, the best Dodgers are the best team in Major League Baseball. And you know this, Ryan. Uh, yeah, I'm with you on the Dodgers. The Dodgers are the best team in all of baseball. They're you got the Braves. Do you got the Braves? Hey, listen, I'm not a power ranking guy. We've never been a power ranking. No, do you, but do you have the Braves above the Mets? Above the Mets right now, I do. Why? I do. Um, I'm interested. Tell, convince me. Recency bias, and I'm not gonna lie. Um, I feel like because because man, what's funny about this was the start of the season, as you know, wasn't very high on the Braves at all. Beginning mm-hmm. the season without Acuna, obviously. Uh, and without Freddie Freeman, even though they got Olsen, but still. Yeah, even though they brought in Olsen, which I get, you know, similar production. But I thought losing Freddie Freeman was huge. And, mm-hmm. I mean, look what Freddie Freeman's doing for the Dodgers. But, um, 
just kind of the way that things ended last year, obviously, where they come all the way back, they end up obviously, uh, you know, winning the World Series, but nobody was really giving them a chance. But the second half, they just caught fire. And that's kind of the same story this year. Seven and three in their last 10 games, playing really good baseball right now. And the Mets, it looked like the Mets were just going to run away with the division. Now, I mean, they're 500 in their last 10 games. They're sitting there five and five in their last 10. But the Braves are only a half a game back. And it looked like, again, the Mets were going to run away with that division. And uh, now the Braves are right behind them, man. And I think there's a shot they're going to catch them. Uh, I don't think there's a shot. And here, here's why I don't think they're going to catch them. And yes, I'm not sure. Who do you trust more in the postseason, the Braves or the Mets? Now, I guess even with – Here's why, though. There's a reason why. How healthy is Max Scherzer going to be? That's, That's going to be part of my caveat. All right, let me – I'll freely admit I this. should have mentioned that when you said, why do I got the Braves above the Mets? Because I love DeGrom. Mm-hmm. I don't trust him to stay fully healthy, and I'm a little bit worried about Scherzer. So I guess yeah. that – So yeah. I'm not worried about Scherzer, at least okay. as of right now. And this is why. Like, I'm thinking Scherzer will be back by October. In fact, he'll probably be back in two weeks. They might give him even a little extra time on the I.L., I would. There's no reason to kind of rush Scherzer back. The Mets have one of the easiest schedules going forward for the rest of the season. In fact, their schedule going forward, I believe they're only playing teams with an average of a 425 winning percentage, where the Braves are playing teams that are closer to 500, uh, better, harsher schedule going forward. At the end of the day... If the Braves do win the division, I don't think this is a failure for the Mets. I really don't. This has been a very good Braves team, especially since the All-Star break. So it's not going to be a failure. If like if the Yankees fell out of first place, that's a collapse completely. Mets, not a collapse. The Mets are still playing very good baseball. Are they playing their best baseball as of late? No, but they're still playing good baseball. They're not playing sub-500 baseball. The Braves just are on an absolute tear right now. But I think things are going to kind of calm themselves down. The Mets are back to their winning ways. And let's be real clear. When it gets to the playoffs, you know what wins a lot of playoff games? It's pitching. And the Mets have it in abundance, especially yeah. if you really just think about this. You're going into a playoff series. I don't care. Even as even as the Dodgers. The Dodgers, who we agree is the best team in Major League Baseball, Ryan. The Dodgers going up against Scherzer, DeGrom, Bassett, uh, Taiwan Walker. Like the Dodgers currently don't have this starting rotation because we don't know what's going on with Gonsolin. We, we, we don't know how healthy we're going to get like real healthy innings. We're going to get out of Kershaw. Like the Dodgers are kind of pitching out a skeleton crew at the moment with the amount of injuries they have. The Mets, even without Scherzer, that three headed monster of DeGrom, Bassett and Walker it's pretty good. Not to mention Carrasco has been having a good season. Like the Mets are good, man. No, I know they're good. I just, are they better than the Braves? And I think, um, I think they are, but I mean, I said, I, I said three months ago, I think I picked the Mets. I was like, I got to go with the Mets out of the national league. I think they're going to beat the Dodgers in a postseason series. Then the Dodgers got real hot. And I, I have some concerns about the pitching staff. Like you said, though, all these injuries and you know, what's Kershaw going to look like when he, you know, I, I just, but still it's the Dodgers, man. Yeah. And, they just they score runs and they beat up on teams. So the National League is going to be fun, man. And it is. I, I'm with you. I, I'm not out on the Mets. I'm just a little worried about the Mets. 
And the Braves, it's just crazy that they're only a half game back again because it looked like the Mets were going to run away with the division. And the Braves are playing really good right now. So you had you had to know, but you I'm had to know you had to know the Mets were not going to run away with it. The the Braves were just too good. They were just too good of a ball club. Like let's be honest, you're talking to a guy that bet the Phillies to win the division plus three hundred. Hey, they they got one of the wild card spots right now. Say what you will. No, I'm buying the Phillies. As of today, they're in the playoffs. In fact, they're not even the team I'm most worried about potentially falling out of a playoff contention spot. I, now, that being said, I don't think the Brewers are going to make the playoffs. I do think no. the teams that are currently holding the wild card spots, those are the teams that are going to be making the playoffs. But if a team were to fall out, who do you think it's going to be? Because me, uh, I think it's the Padres. Um, this team hasn't been right. And now it looks like, I don't know if they've announced anything on Soto, but Soto exited the game early yesterday. Man, as much as I don't want to sit around and say, talk about vibes and talk about clubhouse culture, this team's vibes are wrong and their clubhouse culture is dead. And I'm worried. Uh, this team is just too talented to fall out of the playoff hunt, but they're, they're in danger. I think they're going to hold on to it. Yeah. But if there's a team that's in danger, I think it's them. I'm a little worried about the Phillies, actually. Like, I here's what I was saying about the Phillies. I could buy into the Phillies. If they get into the postseason, that's not a team that I would want to see, even though I don't love their pitching. But, man, I mean, when they're right, when everybody's healthy, if they get Castellanos healthy and Bryce Harper's in that lineup, they're, they're scary, obviously, offensively. But, man, they've been playing bad baseball the last 10. I started to buy in, and then all of a sudden they're 3-7 and seven their last 10 games, and it looks like they're kind of in a little bit of a free fall. The Brewers – as you know, as everybody knows, I hated what they did at the deadline. It looks like moving Hader was actually the right decision, but they don't right. add a bat. You know, McCutcheon hasn't had a great season statistically. You're relying on a guy like Hunter Renfro. Christian Yelich isn't the same guy. They DFA Lorenzo Cain. Don't, don't really trust them whatsoever. But again, like if they do get into the postseason, I would hate to see them just because of that pitching. You know, you got yeah. Freddie Peralta starting to look right after he was on the 60-day IL. Uh, Corbin Burns even though he's not having the season he had last year, it's tough to duplicate that success. Yeah. I mean, he was putting up video game numbers last year, man. He's still got an ERA around three. The whip's still fine. His you game know. last night, man. What, he K-15 last night? He had that cutter working that, in ways. Whoo! That looked, looked like the Corbin Burns of last year. Of course, yeah. because I did nothing with the strikeout prop. And then I like Brandon Woodruff a lot, too, man. And the bullpen's still fine. I, I, I like Devin Williams in the closer spot. But uh, I just – I don't trust them to put up enough runs, so – and I've road. loved Hunter. By the way, I've really liked Hunter Renfro this year. He's really been he's been awesome. He's been great. He he's really been the has. best player, right? They need to honestly. They need. To, I think. Uh, I mean, I don't think you're going to sign him to a huge deal, but I think they should extend him to a maybe one or two a year extension. He's been a very good ball player for him this season. You know, they let a lot of guys go. If if they didn't mess with that, and I I mean, I like David Stearns enough, but I just think he gets a little too cute. Like go back very a few cute. years ago with that Jonathan Scope move. It didn't really make any sense. But they just mess around with these guys. Like, imagine I would I would have a guy like Daniel Vogelbach still in that lineup and be fine with it. And they would love him in Milwaukee. I don't know why they ever let him go. I don't um, know either. Um, I, I don't. Vogel, Vo, I'm glad Vogie finally found like a home. Like he's been I bouncing around. Him. Me too. He's a good ball player. I played against him a ton. I may have been out drinking with him once or twice. I don't know if you could put him away. If you could look at him, you could maybe assume he can. Yeah. Um, great dude and great ball player. 
I'm really glad that he's gotten a shot to really kind of stick somewhere because I, I feel like he hasn't had a real shot to be a dude and just stick somewhere. You know, the Cubs moved him out. The Mariners moved him out. Blue Jays moved him out. Milwaukee moved him out. Like this guy's what, 28 years old. And he's played for like seven organizations. Yeah. And, it, and by the way, normally when you hear a guy that age, that's played, it's usually because he's a problem. Bogey is like universally loved by everybody. There's not a single guy I've ever met that has a negative thing to say about him. Right, man. And it's a home run hitting ballpark. I just don't get why you wouldn't want a guy like that. In your Me lineup. neither. I mean, opposed to what they bring in. So obviously still in on the Dodgers, but there's concerns about the rotation. Mm-hmm. I'm out on the Padres, man. I, I really am. I mean, obviously with everything they're dealing with, I just, I don't think they're going to make a run. They're a year away. Uh, the Brewers were out on the Mets and the Braves. I'm still in on both the Phillies. I'm a little bit worried about their last two weeks. Well, but- here, I, let, let, let me ask you, let's do a little buy or sell real quick. Yeah, I'm going to, you know, I name a team. Tell me you're buying a playoff right. run or selling it. Obviously, we agree on the Mets and the Braves. These two teams are going to possibly go deep in the playoffs. We both believe in them. So let me ask you about it. Team that's holding that last wild card spot. We already talked about it. The Phillies. Are you buying a run on these guys or are these guys going to make the playoffs and get knocked out first day? I think they get knocked out. I think they're going to be knocked out, too. I don't think they're very. I just don't think they're good enough. I just don't. I think they get in, but um, I'm buying Def- that. But I don't, I don't know that this is the year for them. Unfortunately, defensively they're atrocious. Yeah, yes, they're they're and not. I, I want to stress this again. They're not bad defensively. And in they're a wild card situation, I don't think they have the pitching, man. No, they don't. Um, Guardians currently in first place. Do they remain in first place? I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna do it. The White Sox are winning the division. Yeah. It's happening. We need we need Giolito to be on tonight, though. This yes, is a big do. game tonight. We need Gio. Um, They're in Oakland. This is a good hey, – if they beat J.P. Sears, they, they got a shot. J.P. Sears, by the way, who's having a monster season for the yeah. Oakland A's. He's been great. If they beat him and they put up – they put up, what, 10 runs yesterday? Yeah. Like, if this team can just decide to continue swinging the bat. By the way, Tony LaRusso, get well soon. Stay exactly where you are. The team's yeah, doing please. great. You're doing, you're doing your best managing of your career – this week, keep it going. He's like, keep it going. He's like Lou Brown in that hotel room. <laughs> you know, he's, that's where he needs. To, I mean, uh, the hospital. You know what's amazing? All right, don't don't say a word. Let's bring in Super Mario real quick. Mario, get over here. I got a couple questions for you. What's up? Qu- question number one: Are the are the White Sox back? Absolutely not. You what? liar! They are Excuse back. They're, They're back, back, baby. It's a Sox town in Chicago. I'm tired of this. Dude. I, I can't be in these group chats any longer of hearing about White Sox. So I'm so <laughs> against it. I can't be okay. in these group chats anymore. Mario, I'm, Next... a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Cubs fan, but let me ask you this really quick, right? Okay. So if, okay. if you're a Cubs fan, and I've always done this, like growing up, you had to choose a side. And nobody wants to be John Cusack, you know? Okay, yeah, well, yeah. Well, the Sox are in the World Series. I'm going to go over to Comiskey. Oh, the Cubs are yeah, in the World Series. That's, that's I've been a lifelong Cup. And you can't be that guy. You can't. You know what, man? The older I get, and my grandfather's always been like this. Like when the Sox were competitive, he, you know, and he always watches the Sox. He just, he, he watches baseball. He watches Chicago baseball and he's a Cub fan, you know, but when they're competitive and they're in the postseason, why not root for the Sox? Because at least it's a Chicago team. Like what are, who are you yeah. going to root for? Who are you no, root for? I, 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 I agree. Like I like, like I really do like the Sox. Like I love Dylan Cease. Like I really mm-hmm. do. And, Tim Anderson, even though he hurt me, I still love Tim Anderson. Like, I love all the guys on their team. But the group chats of how annoying White Sox fans are make me despise them. It's like cheering for Indiana basketball. No, 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 no. It's taking it away from me. I will still root for him. If Dylan Cease goes off, I will root for it. 
Mario, Mario, enough of this. This has nothing to do with White Sox fans. This has to do, and we we got to the nitty gritty of this, uh, Ryan, during Bet for the Cycle this year. This has nothing to do with White Sox fans. Mario has the worst dumb friends that currently live. Like they're just like they're all just they're they're Mario. It's just more Mario's. Only yeah. they're only they're White Sox fans. So you can imagine how insufferable that is. It well, gets pretty annoying. Mario, what's their vibe? <laughs> what's their vibe right now? They're a game and a half back, right? They're what's playing the Oakland A's. It's took out nine last night. It's it's literally like the full on like they think like this is the start of the world. Like when you get the DVD, this is the start of the DVD. Like here it is. It, this is like this literally is not what the start of the DVD. The start yeah. of the DVD <laughs> is a new like a new storytelling thing of them like and their fearless leader Tony Larusa became yeah. ill and they banded together for Tony. And it's and that's what the movie's gonna be called. It's gonna be yeah. called for Tony. And they're gonna then they're gonna turn this into a gigantic storyline about how Tony Larusa they banded together and they won one for the Gipper. Not the case, but whatever. I I I, I like a nice storyline. It'll hey, be a Disney movie in ten years. You know what? I've been in the COVID protocol. I don't even know who the hell's managing this team right now. Miguel really, Cairo. I have, I have no clue, nor do I care. But when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Just please keep up the good work. Really quickly, so Dylan Cease last night. Yeah. Shut out. Nine Ks. Throws the team on his back, right? You mean uh, the Cy Young Award winner that's I'll about be, to happen, look, Dylan Cease? Market, and I'm at least – so the price kind of – obviously, we, we've missed the boat. Uh, yeah, it's because over. Verlander's minus 155. I have Verlander plus 550. But Cease today, here's a perfect hedging opportunity for me. Dylan Cease is still plus money. It's plus 110. But I'm just going to hedge my original bet. Maybe throw two units on this one because I think he may have won the Cy Young. If we get another performance, if we get two more starts like we got last night, which still in cease. I fully expect that. Plus 110. I'm still getting plus money. I'm going to take a shot. McClanahan's next at 25 to 1. He's got no shot. It's, he's got no chance. McClanahan's yeah. out, unfortunately. Um, the other the other reason I wanted to bring Mario and I wanted to see if he knew who your reference of Lou Brown. I thought that was a great, oh, great call. He, and the answer is, by the way, no. He has no idea what that was. Uh, I, we, I don't even need to ask him. I know for a fact. Um, all right. Well, another team here, uh, the Mariners. Are you digging a playoff run? I wish I could say yes. I can't say yes to that question, though. Uh, I'm you know going what? to I'm going to say yes, but I'm I know this might be my more my heart than my brain. Yeah, man, I just I don't know if I can do it. I I, I keep going back and forth. Obviously, a disastrous start to the season. <sighs> you know what it is? They can't get past they can't get past Houston. They just can't. They're playing really good baseball. They right? are. They're playing great baseball, really but good they can't baseball. get past Houston. And they're still 11 games behind Houston in that division. And I just, I trust Houston's pitching. I love their lineup, obviously. Mariners are 8-2 and two in their last 10. They're playing really good baseball these last two weeks. Though. I know. You know, I mean, they could be the surprise team. 
Because who else could you really make the case for in the American League? No one. No one. I, I'm going to say, I believe this. I truly believe this. The two best teams in the American League are the Astros and the Mariners. Those are the two best teams in the game right now in the American League. The Yankees, I know they've won five in a row again. They're starting to turn it on a little bit. But as of right now, the team they're rolling out there is the the, the Rail Riders. It's their AAA team, and they have been looking awful. The only reason they're still winning is because Aaron Judge has been throwing them on their back, which I'm getting very much questioning. Rocco Belda, how does Rocco have a job right now? Yeah. Stop pitching to Aaron Judge, idiot. Why is anybody pitching to Aaron Judge right now? I have He's no clue. He's surrounded by no one. Dude, I said this to John Heyman yesterday on Big Time Baseball. If Aaron Judge is leading off, I'm intentionally walking him. I'm giving him the Bonds treatment. Why would you pitch to Aaron Judge? There's nobody else in that lineup that you fear right now. There's no one in that lineup that can even harm you. Yeah, they have. Was Marwin Gonzalez going to have a month? Yeah, no, no, I exactly. I almost swore. Family friendly podcast, dude. The Rays, though. What about the Rays? Eight and two in their last ten, and the same with the Blue Jays. I mean, I know the Blue Jays are still six games back in the division. So that's the thing. The Blue Jays scare me a little bit more than the Mariners do. And then the Rays, because the Rays have the pitching. Did you see Glasnow's uh, starting uh, rehab games now? I did. It's it's exciting me. I'm, you know, I'm more worried. But the thing is, I'm worried about the McClanahan thing. They haven't yeah. given me a timetable of what's going on with McClanahan. Yeah. But they, they, like you said, if they get back Glasnow, that's incredible. Then they're going to have Jeffrey Springs. And the rest of their pitching staff, I mean, throw a rock at a Tampa Bay Ray pitcher and he's now scoring runs a little bit too. Yeah, but I'm still kind of the, the loss of Kiermaier. Wander Franco can't stay on the field. Uh, they're catching uh, offensively because they don't have a uh, Zunino anymore. I can't imagine them going deep, but like again, it's not about who's best and most loaded, it's about who's hot, and the Rays yeah. can get hot. I mean. The, the as for the Blue Jays, I'm I'm virtually giving them no shot. I can't imagine they, this team cannot stay hot for a full October, for a full month. They're just every time they win two games, it's an automatic fade. It's an automatic yeah. loss. They never go on winning streaks. Yeah, man, I'd love to say yes to the Mariners, the Blue Jays, the Rays. Actually, would probably be the team that would scare me the most, though. Uh, but for me, I'm sticking with my original two teams. I'm sticking with my original World Series pick, and I'm going to go uh, Astros over the Dodgers. The the Horvat Chalk Special. Mm-hmm. Well, Ryan, uh, what do you what do you say we take a look at this uh, next segment that's for us? A nice overreactor makes sense. The reason why I think we need to do it, uh, timing-wise, we should just go to the games, but Mario did such a good job putting these together that I just want to kind of give him a shout-out. So why don't we go ahead and do some overreactor makes sense? In fact, Mario, get on screen, and I want you to moderate this because, one, we want to see your pretty face, and two, and hair. Let everyone let everyone hear your work. It's it's a little bit of a bad hair day. It's a little weird one. I didn't really know what what was going on today, but it must be humid. Yeah. What it must be humid? Oh, in Indy. Where are you at again, Mario? Are you in Indiana or are you in uh? It, good old three one seven Indianapolis, Indiana, the Big Apple, some say of the Midwest. No one says Nobody that. Says no that. one has ever said that ever. Ever. Yep. ever. That's ever. why I said but some. Yeah, some is you just now. That is it. You Singular. got your Chargers poster and Jordan. Go, baby. Come on. I'm Chargers so are going to lose week one to the Raiders. Yes, they are. No, they will not. Yes, they are. No, they will not. Raiders are going to dominate. Raiders, Super Bowl. Watch out. No, Dude, really listen, are. I'm going to say I, – I, I know this is a baseball podcast. I want to put this out real quick. It yeah, is driving 
It is driving me insane. Now, listen, there is a chance the Raiders could go 0-6 in their own division because that division is just ridiculous, but it's also a chance they can go 6-0 in that division. I don't know. This division is madness in the AFC West. Oh, I can't wait as a Raider fan, and I know I'll be disappointed ultimately, though. You got Devontae Adams, though. I know. That's so sick. And they're still going to somehow finish last in the division. No, no, I take that back. The Broncos will. I don't believe in the Broncos at all. I don't believe in the Broncos either. Yeah. I really, I, I'm still buying. I'm, I'm just happy I get to buy low on the Chiefs, man, with Mahomes. I'm not gonna lie. That is pretty nice. I th- let's nice. be real. The Chiefs are gonna win the division. <laughs> we'll why are, we, still, why are we even talking about this? It's gonna be the Chiefs. It's like, it's like teams do. It's, it's, if like if Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of the Packers, they're gonna win the North. And if Mahomes, well, actually, I don't know about that this year. The Vikings, maybe. But anyway, no, not with Kirk Fields. Cousins. Fields. Get out of here. Get out of here, Mario. Fields. The Fields. Bears. The Bears might go like winless. Fields. I do like Fields, but the Bears. I mean, Fields. The, I like Fields too, but they're not going to win. The Bears are starting two rookie corners. They lose Khalil Mack. One they rookie lose, corner. Well, you have what? Gordon Jalen and, Johnson. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's Let's right. clip it. Yeah. Clip it and put it out online, man. This is great football talk for our baseball <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Beat that, Heyman. Beat that, yep. Nightingale. <laughs> Beat that, passing. Yep, yeah. none of them are talking Raiders and AFC West. No. Passing probably is, but anyway. Paul Goldschmidt will win the NL MVP, but Judge will not win the AL MVP. Um, there's a lot of debate. It's like the Jordan LeBron debate around Judge versus Otani come MVP voting. Too much speculation, not enough security there. Goldschmidt leads the MLB in batting average, fourth in home runs, and he's third in RBI. His odds, I believe, are like, last time I checked, like negative, like what, 800 to win he's the MVP? Yes. Yeah. So overreact or make sense? Uh, I'm going to say overreact, and here's why. Goldschmidt is winning this, and unfortunately, so is Judge. Judge yeah. shouldn't win this but he's going to, and it has nothing to do with numbers. It has everything to do with the old white men that vote on this thing that are looking at that. Honestly, are looking at this little 60 home runs. Oh my God. It's the old writers that are just stuck in their old ways and not willing to admit that what Shohei Otani is doing is impossible. What judge, it doesn't take away that judge is having an incredible season. He is unfathomably good. Otani's is just better. That's it. Completely agree. I mean, we hit on this. You know, I you know how I feel about Otani. He won me the award last year, twenty-two to one. That was a beautiful thing. But I mean, I look today and he's plus five fifty. That thing's a wrap, man. It's going to judge. Look what he's. I mean, especially especially the way that the Yankees have played the second half of the season because we yeah. thought this team was going to win like one hundred and fifteen games the first half of the season. They looked unbeatable, and then you know the pitching staff, which we predicted here on this podcast regressed a little bit, came back down to earth. I mean, they weren't getting those appearances. Kate, you know. I would say they were driven through the surface of the earth directly into the core at one point because their pitching became, went from unbeatable to the worst in the game. And, and I mean, I just didn't like the moves at the deadline though. I mean, uh, Jordan Montgomery is an innings eater who's yeah. been ridiculous. Since but they game. were supposed to get Pablo Lopez. That's, yeah, that's the thing. I know, I know. Um, but um, anyway, so that one's wrapped up. And then you look at the NL, man. Goldschmidt's minus 1,400. So I think Goldschmidt and Judge are your MVPs. Yeah, I think so. The funny so. thing is, Nolan Arenado now is 25 to 1. Those are the, that, that's the second uh, the second on the board right now next to Goldschmidt. Yeah, and then, cool. the, then the next, uh, I believe, nine is the entire Dodgers starting lineup. Yeah. 
Fred, no, literally, Freddie Freeman, yeah. Trey Turner, and Mookie Betts. So when people are like, what about your Dodgers pick is chalky? Well, yeah, they got three dudes that legitimately are uh, MVP candidates. Not that they're yeah. going to win, and it's going to Goldschmidt, but that is just freaking ridiculous. It's nuts. That makes me so jealous. It's nuts. It's just nuts. And what's amazing is, I mean, like, just nobody cares. Yes, yeah, it's just incredible. Like, people in Los Angeles are just, they don't care, though. Yeah, they I do. Mean, no, they I care mean, about they Dodgers. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's be real clear. LA loves no, no. the Dodgers. Loves. I know, I know, I know. But I just I don't feel like they love the Dodgers the way that I love the Cubs. Is I'm gonna disagree with you again. <laughs> <laughs> gonna, I, 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 I get that you guys are both Cubs fans and pathetic. Hey, Cody, fans. let me ask you this question really yes. quick. I don't want to mean to cut you off, but we put up with 108 years. Yes. Of nonsense. Yes. We got excited for guys like Brent Brown. I was at Kevin Ory Day. I went to every day. And, yeah, that's and sad. They, that none of the sad. days ended up working out because, you know, we had Mark Pryor. And then, you know, Mark Pryor falls apart literally after one season. Sadly. Kerry yes. Wood. Love Kerry Wood. It was just one thing after another. You know, he's falling out of hot tubs. Carlos Zambrano, I love, but he was let's getting injured playing Guitar Hero, if I remember correctly. Like, just fluky injuries. And then finally, you know, finally we get our year in 2016. I don't think Dodgers fans would put up with that for 108 years. I don't think they would have put up with, you know, put up uh, with it for 35. coming in making 165 million dollars. I was born. I grew up a Dodger fan. Now I'm not a Dodger fan now. I don't care whether or not the Dodgers win or lose. I truly don't. In fact, I, there are other teams I'd rather see the win the World Series this season, like the Mariners, for instance. Um, but. The Dodger fans are extremely loyal. They are extremely passionate. I know people see Dodger Stadium at the beginning of the games like, oh, no one's there. Yeah, they are. They're in traffic They're trying in traffic. to get in. Yeah. You have no idea what a nightmare it is to get in and out of Dodger Stadium. There's only four entrances and there's 70,000 seats. So even when the place is empty, there's 60,000 people there. Yeah, I'm, I'm just telling you, I guarantee all those people wouldn't be there for 108 years. If uh, I will admit, yes, you're you Cub fans are a special breed that you not only put up with it for 108 years, you guys almost seem to like it at a certain point. You know what? Oh, also, Mario, Mario, don't clip clip this because my co-host on BetMGM tonight, Trista, she always like pisses off all these fan bases and then like these Warriors fans and everybody come after. I don't I, I think the Dodgers fans are great. I really do. And I really want you guys to win the World Series this year. Plus, that's because you put money on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's just be honest with it. I just, I just don't know. And you know what, though, Cody, that's a good point. Cubs fans, eighty percent of them, I'll say, not eighty percent. That's rude. Sixty-five percent of them, you're right. They don't care because it doesn't matter if the team yeah. sucks. It doesn't matter because they'll be at Wrigley in the bleachers doing the bear snake. They're not paying attention to the game because. It's so damn fun. You go to Wrigleyville, it's so fun. You go to Slugger. way too beautiful. You know what? I mean, you're having a great time. So who cares? There's been times, and I love the Cubs. I didn't even make it into Wrigley, man. You know, I'll be – That's I'll, about I'll right. Be, yeah. You know, hey, yeah. By the way, by the way, me saying this, I know, I, know, I know that oh. I'm saying this, and it sounds negative, but it's not. I, I honestly think that is a cool trait of certain Cubs fans, that they love their team yeah. no matter what. Really, I'm not going to lie to you. There's only two teams in baseball – that have fan bases like that. And it's the Cubs and you're not going to like what I'm going to say next. It's the Cardinals. They love them no matter what Cubs. I was going to argue Reds. Hey, you know what? Reds fans I, can get a little angry. <laughs> I got, you know, and say what you want. And I know I always joke about these markets, but Yankees fans are always there. 
even when they're terrible, which is never really. But even when, even, okay, a terrible season for the Yankees, you, you know, they finished second or third in the division. Uh, they're ball- saying it's a terrible season now. They're up eight games. Red Sox fans are pretty loyal too. Yes, they are. Yeah. Yes, they are. Gotta also, you got to think about, you got to think about those cities though. Like that's all New York has. Sox fans, absolutely not. Absolutely not. They are no, the oh. like Dude, White Sox fans wagons. are not the same. I will all freely admit bandwagons. that. I all freely bandwagons. admit that. Or, or they chose the team because they thought the gear was really cool. Actually, you know what? I'll give the them credit, though. I also just think they're smart. Hey, you're going to put out a crap product on that field? We're not showing up and spending $30 for a beer. When you guys start winning, we'll start tailgating and coming to games again. I shouldn't throw them all. You got- yeah, I'm about to say, you're going back and forth on yeah. me, Ryan. Yeah, yeah, you got to make up your mind, man. You know what? Because I, you can't just throw – this is what I hate what we do, like, with Cub fans. You know, it's always like, ah, they don't care. The lovable losers. Some I've actually like, heard you say stop going and stop spending win. money. Don't go to the sports book. Don't go to Wrigley. Don't but, give the Ricketts your money. Yeah, you said this thing. on this show. No, oh, yeah. I, no, and I stand by that. But <laughs> there are some very loyal Southsiders as well, like our guy Shane who's tattooing, you know, AL yeah. Central camps on his arm. Mario, you ain't, get, you ain't getting a tattoo about the Cubs right now. Shane's out there getting divisional champ tattoos. You uh, should get a Mario, you should get a tattoo that says we didn't finish last. Okay, now we're working. I'm also scared of needles and pain. So there's tattoos aren't two that big bad. components. You're killing Two big opponents. I got a rotten tooth in my freaking mouth right now. Oh, man. Anyway. Well, hey, well, give, give us the next over, uh, overreactor makes yeah. sense. All right. Next one Adley Rutschman's late rookie of the year push will not be able, uh, will not be enough, I'm sorry, to stop Julio Rodriguez. The Mariners are playing too well. They're in their playoffs, and Adley's just way too late. Last seven days, uh, Adley's gone two home runs, batting 3 3, and seven RBI. He's been playing pretty well. Jake Hassan has been all over him social media. That's why he keeps popping up on my feed. So thank you, but no thank you, Jake. Um, overreact or make sense? Makes sense. He ain't winning it. It's Julio Rodriguez's award, and it's not even it's not even close. Yeah. Dude, like, J-Rod has 127 hits this season, 68 RBIs, and he missed some time. He's hitting 270. He became a superstar. If you didn't know who he was, you found out really quickly during the home run derby. He could be he could be the next big thing in baseball if they market him the right yeah. way. Yeah. And by the way, this is not a knock on Adley Rushman. He's having a great year. He's doing very, very really well, especially after the really slow start he had for his first hundred at bats. And he's really done a great job behind the plate. This guy's gonna be a perennial all-star. Like he's gonna be phenomenal. But if the question is, is he gonna get the award over Julio Rodriguez? The answer is a resounding no. Yeah, I would trade literally probably my arm for him to come over to Chicago and play for my team. But you no. say that about everybody. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yes. What, what am I going to the ballpark to watch Ian Happ? I mean, yes. yes. I like Ian Happ. I do. No, I do too. I do. I do too. All star Ian Happ. That is true. Also an all star. All right. What else we got? Uh, pretty, prettiest eyes in baseball. Julio Rodriguez. You also, think so, dude? It's gorgeous, dude. Who who competes? <laughs> I'm trying to know. think. Who, who's got some really good? Well, there, I'll, I'll, I'll tell. I'll tell you who. I'll tell you who's got better eyes. I don't, I'm trying to remember who his name is. Macchiano, he's on the Yankees relief pitcher. He threw like three innings the other night. Every time they went to his face, his sky blue eyes hypnotized me. It was almost like a pale blue. Really something else. Please Google this. I I feel like I have to now. Macchiato, Marciano, Rocky Marciano. It was something like that. He pitched the other night. I'd never heard of him until that. He looks like he's 12, but the eyes are piercing. Piercing. 
Joey Mar Joey Marciano. There it is. Look at the eyes. Tell me. You know what's you know what's hilarious about this? Dude's got literally no photo. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Oh man. All right. Let's do one more overreactor makes sense. No, it's it's All right. Because we were we already talked about Shane McClanahan. So let's go to the next one. Yeah. All right. So next one. Orioles need a lot of outside help to make the playoffs. They're fourth in division right now. That is way too tight. And a lot of good teams in that division. And they cannot catch up to the Blue Jays at all. Just had a pretty tough uh, series against the Blue Jays, too. And they're three games back. They've been playing great baseball, the best covering team in baseball, but boy, do they need help. Over they do. They do. Uh, it makes sense. They need help, uh, unfortunately. I think this is a team that can compete next year. They've already actually put out there into the ether that they are willing to spend money this next year. And quite frankly, especially if I'm a left-handed power guy or a guy that is a doubles gap-to-gap -gap guy, this might be a real attractive location. They got one of the best pitching staffs in Major League Baseball this season. I believe they're second in uh, the AL in uh, – uh, bullpen ERA yeah. behind the Astros who have just been lights out. Dude, I think the Baltimore Orioles have a legit shot of competing in that division next season, provided they make the smart moves. I think it makes all the sense in the world. Unfortunately, I do think this lovely, lovely story this year is coming to an end. Yeah, and it's been a great story, right? Because, I mean, hell, when we were doing like the preseason predictions. We were telling the sell team. Yeah, exactly. People thought they they might finish with the worst record in all yep. of baseball, and I never we were went all that wrong. Far. But man, I mean, they're seven games above five hundred. They have seventy two wins right now, and they played yeah. really good baseball this season. So we'll see if they're actually able to spend some money in free agency. They're going to have to to compete in that division, obviously, because you know Toronto is going to spend even more money. Um, looks like they're committed and going all in. Yankees aren't going anywhere. Boston, after a little bit of a letdown season, you know they're going to be back next year. Just a tough, tough division. But yeah, uh, by, the, by the way, I, I'm glad you mentioned that about the Blue Jays. The, I know everyone always talked about for years, oh, Yankees, Yankees, all the money the Yankees have. Dude, the Blue Jays could like buy the Yankees 70,000 times over. They're owned by the Rogers Corporation. The Rogers Corporation owns Canada. Right, exactly. And they want to win. I mean, look at these moves that they've made here the last couple of years. I think they're going to go all in on pitching this offseason. They so, should. They and that's should. what they should do. So we'll see what Baltimore is able to do, man. It's been a fun story. It um, has been. I'd like to say that they're on the right path, but who knows? Because they are the Orioles, and that division is just still loaded. Let me, let me put this out there. This is ridiculous, and it will never take place ever in a million years. But I just want to hear you guys' thoughts. Yeah. Say the free agents market happens. Just this offseason. You know it's going to. Of course, Aaron Judge is going to be the top topic. Yeah. Who's got one of the lowest payrolls in all of Major League Baseball? Baltimore Orioles. Baltimore. What if they just threw their hat in the ring? What if they did? I, I'm not. It's never going to happen. This is just fantasy land. We're going to a parallel world. We're a multiverse of madness type of thing. Just think about it, though. What if they got Aaron Judge? And that's the one move they made. And they spent all that money and they bring everybody else back. Does this team go to the playoffs next year? Or does this team win the division next year? I don't know. Because it would either, it would be like a boomer bust type move, right? Because we've seen things like that obviously work out. But I feel like to win in Major League Baseball, man, I would rather just them add a couple players rather, than, too. Over, rather than overpay for Aaron Judge. Here's the thing, though. I mean, the pitching, I was a little bit worried about the pitching and I'm not at all. They have a great bullpen. I, I just, 
I, I think he'd added like another couple bats rather than just spend all that money on Judge. Because the only problem is, what if he ends up getting hurt? Is he going to stay healthy? It's true. I mean, that would suck. Gonna, but that's what I think about anybody picking he's him up great right this now. Year, but he's also stayed healthy for the first time in forever, mm-hmm. and it's a contract year. I get I get a little nervous paying guys after you know they perform like this during a contract year because next year. I don't know. I think he stays with the Yanks, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I think he's going to be a giant, but that's because I think the Giants are going to be willing to spend more. Funny, than I say this like, don't go all in and spend all this money on Aaron Judge. I want the Cubs to sign Aaron. Uh, yeah, I, want I was going to gonna say. <laughs> Who the hell am I to speak for the Baltimore Orioles fans, man? I got PJ. He'd probably uh, kill for Aaron Judge. Uh, if they do get them, if he Judge does go to Orioles, he has to come out to Omar's whistle. I bought a jersey that's still hanging in my closet. I was so excited after that free. I got a any free agent that the Cubs spent money on. John Lester, he's in my closet. Anybody but John Lackey. No John Lackey. By the way, I did put this out there recently. Um, and it's my because not to talk about football again, but the Baltimore Ravens have had an injury to their uh their wonderful mascot and they got carted off the field, so they're having auditions for a new mascot. I personally think a gigantic Omar is what it should be. Yeah. Omar Just Omar cool. from the wire in a Ravens yeah. jersey. Yeah. That's the mascot. Give Does he have a son? Baltimore. Does he have a son? The, the character Omar? No, the, or the actor. actor. I don't know. Uh, that'd be cool if he came out, like, dresses Omar and, like, leads the team out on the field. That would be cool. Dude, they need to come out. Every Baltimore team should always come out to Omar's whistle. There is yeah. no excuse that you don't. If I'm a closer, it, forget t- Tommy Trumpet. I am doing some sort of remix of Omar's whistle coming out of that bullpen. Oh, yeah. So Michael K. Williams actually has three children. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh. man. Michael K. Williams, please rest in peace. You were a phenomenal go. actor. Go. Oh, I'm my the God. Greatest show of all time. The only the only show comparable, in my opinion, Sopranos. But I'm an HBO guy. Mm, I'm a bigger yeah, Breaking I'm, Bad guy, to be honest with you both. Yeah, well, well, yeah, of course. Game of Thrones too is really hard not to have on your list if you're a nerd like me. Uh, me I, too. I, Trust me, I am a nerd. It's Sopranos. Sopranos. I think it's Sopranos, Peaky Blinders, then Wire. I go with that take. It's not a bad list. It's a very it's good list. There is no bad. right answer on yeah, this one. Yeah. I mean, we're just throwing out some of the greatest right, shows. We don't made. even have we don't even have Cheers on this list. Cheers, yet. West Wing. I mean, there's a lot of things we could throw right on the onto the yeah. skillet. What's yeah. what's Cheers? Is that? Like oh my god! No, he didn't just. Oh say Oh my that. god! Oh this. Like <laughs> how far is Cheers? Is that ninety? Oh my god! <laughs> you have literally you've driven Cody off the set today. <laughs> dude is that but what decade are we foot. talking here what is this like twilight zone no, no dude cheers like mario this is a joke Woody right? Harrelson, where everybody knows your name oh sam malone I've heard that song. It's I've never Sam heard. May Day Malone. He Woody, for Woody the Harrel- What do you think Woody Harrelson just where do you think Woody Harrelson came from? Don't, Woody Harrelson's don't just pop out of the ground, man. They come from cheers. Christy Alley, not, her voice. Did you, know, didn't you see Look Who's Talking when you were a kid or Look Who's Talking Too? No. I oh my God. The, I, Ted Danson I knew from uh Curb Your Enthusiasm. Jesus. Oh, Mario, we got to get you some culture, buddy. How do you yeah. not know Cheers? 
Like, it's fine that you didn't watch Cheers, but you got to know what Cheers is. I don't know is. that it's fine that he didn't watch Cheers. <laughs> Dude, that, that is real. I know the song, but I didn't know it was that. Like, I didn't know that was connected. You know why you know the song? Because your, your college bar at 2.30 a.m. when everyone had to go <laughs> home, they played it, and that's why you know the song. That or Closing Time. You know why I know that? Well, because that's what my college bar stand. played. <laughs> yeah, me too. I can't stand well, Closing get Time. It, the- out of here that yeah. one once in a while. Oh, so we do have a full weekend slate of games what do you say ryan you want to take us through it like i don't even know that i can after i just found that information out oh. about mario never seeing mario. cheers but i could try uh we start with my squad baby the chicago cubs plus 120 on the money line taking on the giants the giants tonight only and i say only minus 145 favorites because carlos rodon takes the bump 12 and 7 on the season with a 292 ERA. The one dude in the rotation I actually trust for the Giants, but he's going against Drew Smiley, who's actually been pretty solid, man. 5 and 8 record, 384 ERA. The total in the game, 7.5. What would you do in this spot? Because this is a stay away. Usually I would jump on Rodon because we're getting a small price of minus 145. This opened around like minus 165. Looks like the Cubs are actually taking some money. They are at home. Two lefties going at it. This seems like a little bit of a trap to me. I'm staying away. Seven and a half. Maybe maybe a look at the over, depending on the weather at Wrigley, if the wind's blowing out. There is not a single thing on this game that I want to even look at. I yeah. mean, it's it, if I were to take anything, maybe, and it's a big maybe, I might be interested or convinced to take the Cubs on the money line just for a small sprinkle, just to gamble a little. But the truth is, I would fade them because of Rodon. I don't like the value on the money line for the Giants. I don't like the value on the run line for the Giants. Plus 115, you got to give me something close to the plus 130 with the Giants if it's swing of the bats. Uh, what would you do today with the uh, St. Louis Cardinals on the road? Minus 190 against the Pirates. And you got Miles Michaelis on the mound. He's a minus 190 favorite, like I just said. Uh, the Pirates, plus 155 dogs. Total in that game is eight. And uh, Michaelis, 11 and 10 this season with a 3-3-2 going against... Uh, who, who, you guys got a pitching matchup for Pittsburgh? I don't have anything on my list right now. I don't know if anybody got pulled or what. I'm not sure. On, on this, it says Contreras is on the mound, but I'm not sure if that's accurate at the moment. Um, it's another one. Um, I, believe it or not, it's not just it, – it, there's a few series this weekend that are a little tricky um, because you got the Cardinals versus the Pirates. You've got the Mets-Marlins, Giants-Cubs, a lot of kind of – not wonky, but just unattractive lines uh, for me. So uh, this Cardinals game, again, no real value. Maybe the alternate run line, but I'm not yeah. feeling confident about the alternate run line in this ball game because, uh, and I'm definitely not laying down minus 120 for the run line. So it's another stay away for me. I might take a look at some props. In fact, one of the games we're about to mention um, is going to be prop heavy, but the game itself, I'll just say it, Nationals, Phillies, it's Patrick Corbin day. You, I mean, like, oh, what yeah. else do I need to say? Uh, throw a rock at the lineup for the Phillies and place a prop bet on it. Really quickly, so it is It is Contreras, you're right, as I look here now. Uh, I was taken off the board for a second. It's the same price. I actually had this one written down. I like the no run in the first inning, man, with Michaelis going. And Contreras actually this season, 13-0, no run in the first inning. 7-0 at home, too. And then you look at what Michaelis has done this season, 22-6. and six. Including 13 and two on the road, no run in the first inning. 
that's a decent look right there, actually. I think this will be a low-scoring game. That is today. a solid nerfie. That is a very solid nerfie. Just had to confirm that pitching matchup. But we're all good to go. Yeah, still a minus 190 uh, line right there for the mm -hmm. Cardinals today. Mets on the road, minus 160 favorites. Peterson goes against Cabrera and the Marlins. Miami tonight, plus 135 at home. Total in that game, 7.5. It's minus 115 to the under. I kind of like the Marlins in this spot. It's Cabrera. the only thing I like. Uh, with Peterson on the mound, plus 145, I'm actually looking at the Marlins on the money line. That's the only attractive line in this game to me. Same here. I like Cabrera a lot, actually. Four and two this year. He's been solid. I like this Marlins rotation a lot. Imagine if Rodgers could kind of figure out his stuff. Oh, Watch out um, for them next year, man. You never know. And imagine if it, what's weird about the Marlins too is I bet them way too much this season, especially for a team that's fifty six and eighty. Mm -hmm. They've been competitive. They just anytime I bet them, they never score any runs. Yeah. But I do like them tonight, man. I do like them a little bit at home. Uh, Boston tonight plus one hundred five on the money line. They hit the road. They take on the Orioles. We just got done talking about Baltimore. Austin Volk takes the ball four and two with a two seven one going against Bello, who's one and four with a five nine one. I like getting Baltimore at a discounted price tonight, minus one twenty five against Boston. They're the better team the Orioles are. Yeah, but I have been losing a little bit of money on the Orioles lately. I would play them on the run line just because their run line play has been a borderline automatic all season long. The fact that they're over 65%. However, I lost three days in a row on the run line to the Orioles, which is enough for me to say I'm going to take a break. All right, you brought this game up. There's a lot I like in it. We get the uh, Nationals and the Phillies tonight. The Nationals open plus 190 dogs. Phillies minus 225. You brought up some props, though, and there was a couple looks that I like in this game. Let me throw a couple out there because I know there's a couple that you like. Yeah. I was looking at a Bryce Harper RBI prop tonight. I like it. Plus 110. I was looking at maybe – Gene um, Segura? No. Should I throw that on there, though? Yes, you should. He's hitting 308 against him with a home run and multiple RBIs in 39 at-bats. And that, I was looking at Luke Voigt's number, the RBI number tonight, uh, plus 175. Against Syndergaard, though? I mean, let me take a look. Um, so – I'm interested because he does have three at bats against them. Two, two, for, two three. for three against them. Yeah, two for three against them. Um, I don't hate that. I just really like the number. And he's now, if you look at his last three games, six for his last 11. He's got a couple RBIs and he's got a homer. So he's heating up a little bit. I do like that number plus 175. I might wait and see if it gets if we get a better price. I don't know about that then. And then the last, uh, I brought up Bryce Harper. I mean, Bryce mm -hmm. Harper's got 10 hits and 35 at bats against Patrick Corbin. And it's Patrick Corbin. So if we're getting any plus money, I got to do it. The last one I was looking at really quick, Hoskins against a lefty, 305 batting average against lefties this year with a 998 OPS. Uh, over one and a half total bags is minus 110. So I don't hate that look. He's also I, hitting 333 against him with three home runs off of Patrick Corbin. I'd um, also take a look at uh, JT Real Muto as well, also hitting 300 off him in like 30. Uh, like I said, get a dart throw it at their lineup and put money on that guy on a total hit prop, total basis prop. Have fun. Have fun. You're going to make money. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm also going to take the team total over for the uh, Phillies when I could get I a hold of that because the game total is only eight and a half. I don't want to rely. I, I don't want a seven nothing situation or something like that. And I lose the bet, even though Philadelphia explodes against Patrick Corbin. So yeah. I'm all in on that game. Uh, Tampa Bay. It's a pick em right now. Minus 110 against the Yanks. Frankie Montez on the bump for the Yanks going against Rasmussen. I got to be honest, man. Tampa or nothing. Rasmussen, 9-4 and four this year with a 270 ERA. Montez has been a little bit better, but he's still 1-2, 587 ERA since the Yankees acquired him. That total a little low for my liking. Seven. I kind of like the over, and I kind of like the Rays. 
I'm going to agree with you. I like the Rays on the money line today. I'm dropping a little bit on it. Like that one. Toronto, minus 150 favorites. They hit the road to take on Texas. Dunning on the mound. Anything in this game for you? Not at all. In fact, for whatever reason, uh, the only thing I may say is I might take a team total over on the uh, Blue Jays. I think Dunning is uh, due for a nice six runs to give up today. You know how I feel about the Angels. I hate them. They're 60 and 77 this year. They're not going over their win total. They're not winning the division. They hit the road to take on the Astros, who are 88 and 49 and minus 225 favorites tonight with McCullers on the mound. Total in the game, eight and a half, minus 115 to the under. McCullers since coming back, two and one with a 208 ERA. The only problem here, Houston's minus 225, so I'd have to go run line, which is only minus 105, and that's my look in this game. Houston or pass? Uh, Houston or pass, but I'm going to pass. Yeah. Brewers, it's been a little bit of a free fall. They were yep. three, they had a three-game division lead before the trade deadline. I sure did. Uh, they are eight and a half games back as I look at the standings today. Mm-hmm. St. Louis Cardinals are going to wrap up that division. Today, the Brewers throw out Jason Alexander himself, two and two this year with a 503 ERA going against Lodolo, who's been pretty damn good for Cincinnati. I know he's three and five, has a 394 ERA. I like this as my upset pick of the day. Give me the Reds. I'd want a better price than plus 125, but we're not getting it because the Brewers and Jason Alexander have not been great. So at this point, is it an upset the way no, the Brewers okay. have been playing? I Since mean, I'd be favored in this game. I think they Going should against be George too. Costanza? Yeah, I think they should be too. I'm going to agree with you. I'm not going to put money on this game. I'm going to leave this game alone. But if I were, I would definitely lead to the Reds on the money line like you are. I wish there was a way that both of these teams could lose, but somebody's got to win. Go White Sox. A game and a half back. But we get Cleveland-Minnesota tonight. Guardians minus 105. It's pretty much a pick uh, with the Twins at home, minus 115. Dylan Bundy on the mound against Quintrell. Total in the game, seven and a half. Too tough for me to call, man. I, nothing in that game for me. I, I want both teams to lose. Go South. Both these teams are going to stay stagnant. This is a real opportunity if the White Sox can continue to stay hot because if these two teams can just remain 500 against each other for the rest of the season, I believe they have eight or nine games against each other for the rest of the season. This is a real shot, real shot for the White Sox to legitimately not just catch up on these next two games, but maybe even get a little bit of a breathing room lead. Stop me if you care about any of these teams or games. Detroit plays Kansas Don't City. Don't care. The uh, Diamondbacks take Don't out the care. <laughs> it, is Zach, it is really quickly. It is Zach Davies in Colorado. Is no, he's actually been pitching good lately. I, I, know. I no, because, yeah, I right. can't in good faith put money on Zach Davies. Don't put that in the universe. All right, Atlanta, Seattle tonight. Charlie Morton against Robbie Ray. It's a low yeah. total. It's seven. It's minus one twenty to the over. Atlanta's favored minus 120 price is what you'd have to pay. Robbie Ray's been really good the second really half. Good. Season. 12 really and eight, good. 12 and 8, 5 ERA. Morton 7 and 5 with a 401. And he's pitching at home. I like Seattle. I like Seattle. I like Robbie Ray with plus money at home. I mean, you, you can't give me Robbie Ray with plus money at home uh, and me not take it. That, that's just a fact. I'm taking it. White Sox, big game tonight. Price kind of scares me a little bit. It's Lucas Giolito on the mound tonight. Minus 160. Are the White Sox winning tonight? I'm all in on the White Sox. Me and my boy Shane Reardon. Shane got the tattoo first. Man, this keeps going. I might have to do it too. By the way, I may have sent that photo, as I mentioned, to a couple of White Sox. Is Lucas Giolito one of the pitchers that saw it? Maybe. Really? Yeah. Well, I love that. He thought it was funny. (laughs) Can Can you send him this? I am going to play tonight Lucas Giolito. 
over five and a half strikeouts. Hear me out. Plus 112. Um, now, again, he's only went over five and a half strikeouts, 14 of 25 starts, and three of his last 10. So this is just this is just me saying, you know what? I believe in Geo tonight. Um, so do I. It's the A's. Seventh highest strikeout rate this season. It's the Oakland A's. We need the win. Give me Giolito over five and a half Ks. It's plus money. Let's That's do it. I'm, play this one. I'm doing it, man. Dodgers Padres tonight. You you know my rule. Dodgers are minus 165 favorites tonight. Dustin May takes the ball. Dodgers are nothing. Dodgers run line plus 100. Taking it. That's all the games we got. I love it, man. Well, this Made has been through. yet another one hour show that we are only really supposed to do about 30 minutes, but you know what? We are so fun and we have such a great time. We give you more, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Cody Decker, make sure you follow me at Decker6 and of course, Antihero Baseball on Instagram. Make sure you follow Ryan Horvat everywhere. Ryan, where can they find you? So you can find me, BetMGM tonight, 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, except for in two Fridays when I'm finally getting this tooth fixed. And uh, you can find me, you know what? Check out Ion football this weekend on Sunday. If you have to, if you're one of those people that actually has to drive around or you got to do stuff with the family during NFL Sunday, my guy Zach Gelb does a great job hosting that show. And I'm going to be on halftime of the first window, first slate of games, giving out my picks for the 415 Eastern kickoff games. And so uh, check me out there because I'm really excited for that one, Cody. Awesome. I'm a big PBS fan. Yeah. I like it. And while you guys are at it, just for fun, maybe turn on FS1 next week early in the morning, and maybe you'll see this handsome face of Cody Decker on the Carton Show. I don't know. Maybe. I love it, man. Well, have I'll a great week. Hey, you too. Enjoy you guys some baseball. Beat it. <laughs>